Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Scott Seven Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about the discipline of meditation. This has been uh, one aspect of a multiple aspects of talking about the different disciplines, uh, spiritual disciplines of the church and how we can grow in our faith. And joining me on this discussion of submission is Sylvia McDormand. Sylvia McDormand is an ordained minister within the Church of God movement. She is also an elder at the Stanton First Church of God, which I am the minister of. And she's also a great colleague, mentor, and friend. So Sylvia, welcome to the show. Thank you, Pastor Scott. Thanks for the invitation to talk tonight. Yeah, so the topic we're going to be discussing is the spiritual discipline of a submission. So in a nutshell, what would be a definition you would use to describe the discipline of submission? In a nutshell, that's tough because submit, submission is such a big topic, I think, as a spiritual mm-hmm. discipline. And if I have to give a brief condensed definition, um, I think it's just totally sold out, totally surrendered to God and not surrendered in a negative way, but surrendered in a joyful way in that um, everything you do, every purpose, um, everything, everything you do in life is for him. And you're willing to allow God to work in your life for what he has it good for yourself and others. It's just totally being totally sold out. And I think submission is a hard spiritual discipline for people because submission um, makes people a little uncomfortable. They don't want to have to surrender and give in to somebody else or to the authority of someone else. And sometimes when we think of submission, we think of authority. We're giving in to someone. But when we understand the total discipline of submission, um, it's, it's a, it's a, the outcome is very good. You know, when we live in the will of God and he, we allow him to work through us and to guide and direct our life. But it is a total surrender in all parts of our life. Yeah, and and, and, you, and it's interesting that you say that it's hard to kind of define that in a nutshell because there is a lot of different ways this discipline has been talked about or hasn't been talked about. Um, so why do you think that there is, I mean, you kind of tapped on it a little bit, but why do you think that sometimes within Christendom, within the church, within, I guess, basically within the church, within Christianity, that submission um, is a hard discipline, especially when it's something we see uh, throughout the scriptures uh, talking about this concept of submission. I think it's hard because when people become a Christian and when, when they become saved, I think their spiritual journey is a process. And I think when once they're saved and they allow God to work, I think there's probably areas of our life that it's harder for us to give to God because we want control of that. And we, we can't compartmentalize our life. You know, God wants everything. And I think that we can have different areas. It's like, I don't want God to make those decisions. I want to do this. But when we are totally submitted, it's not about us. It's about the will of God and his purpose in our life. And we don't always want to let go. You know, humanity, we want our way. Um, we want to call the shots. We want to, you know, put out the, the directions for us to go. But when you're totally allowing God to do that, you've got to take his lead and give him everything. You know, sometimes new Christians, you know, they'll have a thing about, well, maybe I can't come to God right now because I've got this in my life. You know, I've got to clean this up. 
And that's not the case. God takes us where we are and through his Holy Spirit and his grace, he works through us. And we have to be willing to give all that up, you know, to give those things up to God that we do struggle with. And as we walk on the journey in our Christian life and faith with him, I think it gets easier. The longer we listen, the longer we live that life of submission, the longer we live all the spiritual disciplines, I think that gets easier for us. And we see the yield of it. We see the good and the purpose that comes out of those times when we do give it all to him. And then that makes us more willing and more um, more excited to allow God to take the reins. And we don't have to do it. So, um, so when, when we look at, so I, you know, I think about when I think about submission, you know, my thing is about, you know, submission to the Lord, submit ourselves to God. And, you know, there, you say that it is challenging because, you know, we want to do things our own way instead of doing things God's way. So there's almost that kind of that battle between, uh, spirit and flesh, um, in a manner of speaking. Um, so then when we think about this concept of living out submission, especially when we see this within the church or within our lives, like how, how does one model, I guess, how does one model submission within like life? Uh, how, or how have you seen that been modeled uh, to you throughout the years of, of other believers uh, dis- practicing the discipline of submission? Um, how I've seen it lived out in people is I see how they react to mm-hmm. situations. I see how they respond and how they treat other people. Mm-hmm. And I see the mercy and grace through them. And that's where I have seen they have submitted to God to not allow the flesh to do something that God would not be pleased with. But you see it living out in people. And Mm -hmm. I think that's what's so important for the church, for us to be the hands and feet, for us to be that example. You know, I think a lot of times our life, our actions, um, they, they speak louder than words. Mm -hmm. Um, People watch the church. Um, They're looking to see what people of the church do. And Mm -hmm. I'm talking about, you know, the entire church. And Mm -hmm. I think that's important that we be that example and that we are able to reach people that way. And when we, you know, when we think about submission, it starts on a personal level with us as individuals, you know, surrendering and giving, giving it all to God. People also see that example in our lives. And in the church, you know, we are, if we're faithful to church and faithful to teachings and faithful to encouragement and all to one another, we have that all the time going on with, you know, within our lives. We need that encouragement to be able to show that to others who, who don't know those things. And, but I think it's submission too. I think about our, our community. I think about people that have, they don't really know what God's about. And so they're looking to us. And I think that's so important that our communities and people that we're in contact with outside, I think it's important for them to see that. And I think we run into the, um, the situation that people have, some people have been hurt by Christians. Some people have been mm-hmm. hurt by the church. Some people um, just don't want to have anything to do with God. They don't understand why they should submit to God. Mm -hmm. And I think that's um, one of the challenges that all Christians have or should have as, you know, we encounter other people. Um, Because some people can say, well, why do you submit to God? Why? Why would you just give your life over? You know, they may see that's making commitments to do things, but 
why do we, you know, why are we sold out for Christ? What's the reason? Because people question, you know, who God is. People question life with Christ. People question who Jesus Christ is. And if we can live in full submission and have relationships, you know, we're able to, they're able to see that submission in a positive way. And they, they'll see the yield of that, which hopefully, you know, will always be the hands and feet of Christ you know, in that. They'll see that. They'll see that we're joyful people. We should be joyful people. They'll see (laughs) that we're happy. They'll see that, hey, what is, what's this person, what's this person have, you know? And I think a lot of people may come to submit submission with Christ when they are in life and they are thinking, what, there's got to be something more. There's got to be something more to this life. And I think a lot of times that's when people start searching and hopefully they'll find, you know, find who Jesus Christ is and, and living that life for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, 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 you, and it's interesting where you talk about submission, you know, within the church, submission to God. And then, you know, there's the community aspect and how's the community perceiving uh, the church. And I think that's always important too, because I think about Paul in Romans when he's talking to uh, Christians about, you know, submit yourselves to the governing authorities, which, you know, some people can look at that verse and they can have issues with that. Like, well, why? Because, you know, what if you're, what if the governing authorities are evil or they're, you know, dictators or whatever the case may be. And then yet I'm thinking about when Paul's writing this letter, it's during the Roman empire. I think, I think if I remember the dates, I think Nero was actually the emperor. So if we know about him, so it's almost like, you know, these Christians were living in a very troubled time within the Roman government. And yet here's the apostle Paul, who's been in chains for Christ, who's been beaten uh, for Christ, who's suffered persecution for Christ. And yet he's saying, you know, submit yourselves to the governing authorities. I think, you know, you said it earlier, sometimes submission is a very hard topic because even just within that little passage alone can just bring up a whole plethora of feelings, of questions, of, you know, of dissension sometimes within it. Like, well, why should I have to submit myself to the governing authorities that are over me because they... A, are not Christians, or B, they are not God. And, you know, it's like kind of these questions. So I guess how does, I guess how as Christians, what's our response to those type of things when we, especially to governing authorities, you know, because it seems like even within recently, within, right, just within our bubble with everything with COVID, it seems like some churches, like a lot of churches react in different ways, according to mandates and instructions in the different phases. So Mm -hmm. I guess as a Christian and as someone who studies the word, how does one respond to a societal submission that we see the scripture tells us to do? How does that play out into our faith? Okay. If we look at the scriptures, um, there's some in Philippians, um, some in James, it talks about, putting other people's needs over our own. And that's part of submission. When we're totally submitted to Christ, we look after the needs of others. And, you know, the time that we're living in, you know, (laughs) since March when we've kind of been in quarantine, so to speak, and now even with what's going on in our country, you know, there's lots of authoritative rules and regulations that have been put out for us. And, um, 
we think about it's good to question those things it's you know it's good to get all the information and question those i think we would be doing a disservice if we didn't use godly wisdom to ask the questions um and at the at the end of the day though the word does tell us to you know we have to submit to the governing bodies um that doesn't mean we can't question but we ha- we do have to submit you know to those decisions and we all you know we all at different times not just this situation but um we may question some of these um but we we are called to submit we're called to you know if if those rules and regulations help protect others then we should also be a, you know take that to heart and help to protect others you know love your neighbor as yourself and um i think when when we think about the governing authorities um that goes so far you know it goes the whole gamut of your local mm-hmm. government all the way to the top you know everything and um you always hope you have godly leaders and you know through the, even then you know in the old testament look at the leaders when there was a a godly king the people you know did well when there wasn't they fell behind but even in those times in any time we have to stand on god's word we have to stand on our faith and what's right and i think at the end of the day um you know you hear different stories through the years about somebody not wanting to do what the government said because it's against their faith and i think in those situations it's an individual situation where you have to make a decision what is god telling me in this you know and maybe if it's a situation where i shouldn't work there maybe you have to decide this is against my faith i need to find another job you know mm-hmm. if a if, if your employer is doing something that you think is not right and you can't go along with it you have to you have to make a decision for you where god would have what god would have you to do and um i think it does get difficult it gets difficult because um you're kind of caught you're kind of caught but in the long run if we submit to the word of god and we look out for our neighbor uh do what's best for others i think god is honored in that um you know the bible also tells us that all governing authorities are placed by god you know i go back to the old testament when there was even a king who wasn't a godly king you know god had them there for a reason and we all just have to stand our ground in faith and stand on the word of god and honor him through that be the person that god calls us to be to other people and stand on that and god has the final word yeah and 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 i agree with you because i think that's very important that you know and i i even go back to thinking about the history of the church when uh, people are persecuted for their faith and even in our world today over especially in overseas where people are persecuted for their faith and you know there's that balance of well do i respect the authorities even though they're saying you cannot share your faith or you cannot talk about christianity and yet there are people who you know they'll try to be as good to it but when it comes to the faith when it comes to the gospel message and proclaiming the gospel to others you know they're out there risking their lives you know, telling people about Jesus, having underground churches. Um, And I think, you know, even in those sense, you know, I would say that, go back to you, you know, it's the scripture and it's God that has the final word. And even though we, even though we see this model, and even especially when we look at like, um, like, even if we look at like first Peter or something where it's like, you know, the whole slaves be obedient to your masters and 
the whole like wives submit to your husband. And, you know, there's always seems to be some type of submitting scriptures mm-hmm. on how that go plays out in everyday life. But I think at the end of it, you know, God's word is kind of the foundation and what God right. wants and what God says, you know, right. for me, that's always going to be the foundation of making sure that there's, that we submit mm-hmm. to that first, because then from there, that's when we can build upon like, okay, when I'm in a situation with the governing authorities, okay, what does the word tell me to, well, do this. But if they're also doing things, that's like you said, like it's, it's hostile to my faith, then maybe I need to look for another job. Cause again, here in America, we have that freedom where something's hostile, mm-hmm. where somewhere over in Egypt, you know, that's sometimes they don't have that luxury. Um, so I think, but I think it always goes back to the word of God. That's always the foundation. Um, go ahead. You, you say that it makes me think of Daniel, you know, he wanted, he, he set the stage. He wanted to eat, you know, his own foods and things like that. You know, he didn't want to submit to, you know, the fine foods at the table of the King and all of that. And he was allowed to, and then it, you know, it proved him good in the long run, you know, and I think, you know, when I think about submission on, you know, in our personal lives, I think um, I always like the Philippians 2, 12 through 13, where it talks about um, working out your salvation with fear and trembling. And I think we do on our journey because we, and we, we have different situations that if we're relying on God, we're going to call on God. We're going to look at the scriptures and we're going to work that out and because we always have new situations mm-hmm. and we're going to work that out in, in fear, not really fear so much as, re, but in respect and in that wanting to please God through all of those situations. And I think if we don't do that, you know, we're losing the opportunity, you know, for his presence in our lives and his direction in our lives. And that goes back to that total submission and letting him, you know, have it all and relying on him, you know, for everything. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's interesting because you mentioned Daniel and with Daniel, it's like, you know, you look at that being in Babylon and submitting to the authorities and even the highs and lows in that is ministry. You know, we see God was able to reward one. And then I Mm -hmm. think about, you know, service Sunday, I I preach from Jeremiah talking about that time of dark night of the soul. And here's someone Mm -hmm. who is again, submitting to God, doing what God told him to do. And all of a sudden, he's just getting thrown through the ringer. And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times if people were in that situation, you know, kind of like what you said before, well, why would you submit to God, especially when you're dealing with all this suffering? But yet we see in that verse where he says, you know, even if I try to not say his name anymore, it's just, it's like a fire inside me. I cannot, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's more of like, you know, I have to, even though I'm going through all this emotions and all this hardships in life, um, I have to still proclaim the name of the Lord. I still have to do that. Even when we look at Jesus himself, you know, he always submitted himself to the father all the time through prayer, through solitude, through all those things. And, um, and even he too suffered, but then you also see that he was also resurrected from the dead and now he sits at the right hand of the father. So you, so even I think when it comes to submission with God, I think, you know, kind of the point is yeah, it's not just like, well, if I fully submit myself to God, it's just going to be easy peasy lemon squeezy. There are going to be trials. There's are going to be some suffering in life. But 
at the end of the day, God is going to reward you for that, that there is going to be those times of harvest, those times of blessings where you're able to reap uh, the benefits of being fully submitted to him. Well, and I think when we think of all the spiritual disciplines, they're called disciplines because disciplines aren't easy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And you have to, when you're going through the discipline, you know, if I'm on a diet and I want chocolate cake and I can't have it, (laughs) you know, I have to get my mind off the chocolate cake and I have to look at where I'm going. What, what's going to be the outcome if I stay on this disciplinary track? You know, and we don't want it to feel negative, even though sometimes, you know, we do feel down and sad when we're going through discipline and and, um, hard times in our life. But if we keep our eyes on the Lord and we keep our eyes on what he wants through through the process, you know, we will see we'll get some freedom in the end from that discipline. Um, It's kind of hard to endure at the time. But if we keep our eyes on him, there's with every with every discipline, there's a freedom that comes with that. And, you know, with all the disciplines, you know, if we stay the course and practice those, you know, we'll we'll have more of the presence of Christ. We'll have more of his direction. You know, we will learn more mercy and grace and, you know, his abounding love. We will feel more and more. You know, I think about everything that's happening today. And I think, (laughs) what if. Um, people had people would just stop and realize what they're doing and thinking what I want to what I want someone to do this to my property Would I want this somebody to do this to my loved one you know would we be in a different place if we if, if, if our country if the world you know would humble themselves and think of other people you know humble themselves before God for a changed heart um it would look very different, I believe. And I think that we, the church, you know, we have responsibility in that to, you know, to guide people and to show them that example, um, you know, to love your neighbor as yourself. And, but we have to submit to Christ first to be able to let that shine through us and to be that example. Yeah. And there's kind of that, there's kind of that inward outward thing that you have to do. Cause if you're not submitting yourself to Christ, then you're not going to show that submission outwards. Or if you do show any type of submission outwards, it's not going to reflect the spiritual nature or the character of Christ. Right. Right. Is there any other issues or any other discussion that we haven't covered on submission that you would just like to share at this point? Um, I may have hit upon it a few minutes ago, but I think, you know, if we're fully committed and, and we stay the course, you know, people will say, you know, about the submitting to God and it's hard. Um, But if we have, you know, the grace and mercy in our lives and people see that love of God, that's what speaks to people. That's what can change people's hearts. Um, In a book I've read recently, um, it was talking about, the gentleman was talking about, he, he didn't believe in God. And he had an encounter with a person in the hospital. And there was a God moment for the person who was visiting the man in the hospital. And the man in the hospital was in a dire state, but he reached out and just had so much mercy and grace for the man visiting him. 
And he was so touched. And he's like, how could this man be this way to me? And because he had that experience with this man who expressed so much mercy and grace to him, he started giving God a second thought. Mm-hmm. And he finally <laughs> submitted his life to God. And I think, you know, submission is, is a tough discipline. But when we do it and we live it out, it matters for other people. It, it truly matters for other people. And whether you're in the church or whether you're outside, you know, in your community doing whatever, you know, people, people watch people, you know, we're, we're the hands and feet and they're watching to see what we as the church are doing. And I think it's so important today that we are authentic and we're living out that life in submission to Christ. And then, then we are able to, we're ready to give an answer. We're ready to, you know, to witness and for people to see that in their lives so we can pro- proclaim it. Yeah, and it reminds me of what the Apostle Paul says, you know, follow, you know, follow me as I follow Christ. You know, there's that, if he's submitting himself to Christ, then do what I do because I'm doing what Christ is doing. So when you see that submission, then people begin to take notice. And that's when people can kind of find, you know, what's genuine and what's authentic, like the word you said, authentic and what's not. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, all right. Well, if that's all we, if that's, it seems like that's all, there's a lot of good stuff we've covered. Um, again, everyone, thank you so much for uh, tuning in and listening again. If you like this podcast, feel free to like, give it a review, share it uh, with a friend, um, write a, write a description or a comment on it. Uh, you can find us on Apple play, Google, Apple play, Google, uh, Spotify. I'm trying to go through all the names. and I keep forgetting them. I do apologize. everyone. <laughs> uh, you can find us on YouTube. And again, thank you guys so much for listening. And again, thank you so much for Sylvia for uh, joining me on this podcast. Thank you for having me. All right, everyone. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll talk to you soon.